Good morning, Allison. Hi, Bonjana. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. It's just me and you, kid. Well, what are we going to do with it today? What we're going to do with it is whatever we want. Um, let's pray. How are you? And we'll pray and see if someone else comes on and uh, just go from there. How's that? Sounds good to me. Okay. I'm going to let you pray. I would love to hear you. I'd love to hear you pray if you don't mind. No, not at all. Just give me a second to collect myself. By all means. Taking a deep breath into our hearts. Breaths of peace and gratitude. We allow ourselves to be fully present with each other and with anyone and all who may listen later. We open our hearts and minds to the light which resides within us. And as we begin to relax and accept the goodness present in this light, we invite all the angelic hosts, the ascended master hosts, any guides, and our ministering angels to be present with us, to guide, to correct, to perfect, to remind us of who we really are. In every moment, in every place, and in every situation, We pray that this time, this precious time together, will be for the highest good of ourselves and for all. This I claim, I pray, and I decree in the name of all that is. And therefore, I know it will be so. And we say yes in deep gratitude. Amen. Amen. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. Well, let me tell you, Bojana, something, if you don't mind me saying yesterday, was my dog had surgery yesterday. And I have a pound dog. I got him from the pound and I've had him for several years. You've probably seen him on Facebook or whatever. He's my heart. I, he's unconditional ball of love. 70 pounds of that. And I took him yesterday and he fought like crazy not to have a shot. And the veterinarian is a friend, it's a very good friend of mine's dad. So it was, but Bojana, the the point was, I'm painting a picture for you, so you can. It was like three hours of of this dog, and this dog could, you know, really harm someone. He's uh, he's got bulldog in him, and I mean, he could be a very vicious dog. And he is the gentlest dog. He never went and nipped at anybody. He never growled. He never did anything, but just was frightened. And it broke my heart open, Bojana. It was as if I could not rein in my emotions and know that everything was okay. I got so frightened and I was just so upset over this dog being scared that it, after it was all said and done and, and I brought him home and I was looking, you know, looking over the day and, and just giving great thanks that everything worked out okay. 
I thought, Allison, where where was God when you were having these freak out? Like, you know, faith. Um, it just kind of uh, made me think, like, how quickly. And I don't know if my faith went away. It was just that I, that, that I was brought to such fear. I guess. And what was the fear, Allison? It was fear that he was so... I, it, it was like... I guess I was afraid of see. I was afraid to see him suffer. And it just brought up just this anxiety where I could not rein it in. I couldn't rein it in. Was it... Only the feeling, the 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 thought of seeing him suffer, or feeling his suffering. Feeling it and okay. seeing it. It was as if I I was uh, with him in the midst of it, and I felt that. And and I know he was so frightened, and I just wanted to get through to him that it was all okay, we were all there surrounding him for the good. And as you were striving to comfort him, from what part of your being, into what part of your being were you reaching? You know what? That's a good question, Bojana. Um I, I believe when I when we all gathered to start this procedure, I I started it with a prayer, and I I asked for the guidance of Saint Francis. And um, when it started and in, turned into kind of a rodeo, <laughs> um, where I was reaching from then is I don't know. I can't say I, I I can't consciously say that I know where I was pulling that from. Apart- but because it wasn't a feeling of calmness, apparently I wasn't pulling energy from the good. I was pulling it from fear. I don't know. A part of you seems to an emotion of fear was rippling over you. Mm-hmm. And you reached for comfort. So it had to be from a slightly different place. A slightly distant? Different. Different, right, okay. Underneath, underneath your fear, there was a need for comfort, both for yourself as for your dog. What is your dog's name? Charlie. Again? Charlie. Charlie. Yes. As you were looking at Charlie's fear of suffering or his fear of the unknown, is it possible that it stirred within you your own suffering and your own fear of the unknown? Yes, Boshanna. It, it 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 brought I mean because of the um, degree of it that's where the the degree of the fear that I was in was very high and so yes there was um, it, it it had to it had to touch that place of the unknown 
Yes. It is always helpful to remember that like attracts like. And when we allow fear into our experience and we accept it, that it also combines with fear around us. So it's amplified. Yes. So what you felt was an intense need for comfort. And Absolutely. If, and if you stay with that for yourself, Can you identify with a deep need for comfort within yourself? You know, Bojana, that's a that is the million dollar question right there. The million dollar statement I should say. And and it's a I know that it's a um it's a untruth what I'm about to say, but this is how it seems to be. I can handle something happening to me and be able to kind of lean into it or whatever, but the suffering of like an animal or a, uh, like particularly animals, I mean, I hate to say that, but... It, it, there's a, it touches a part of me that is so uh, exposed and and so emotional that it's it's more than I can take. However, when I look at my own comfort myself, or you know, I don't feel that that sense of. I don't know. It's I don't. And it's, I don't. I don't want to say I love my dog more than I love myself. I don't. You know, it doesn't feel like that. But it's almost as if the comfort. I only wanted this dog comforted. I only wanted peace to come over this dog. And it. It's. I don't know. I. I it was just so intense. Charlie does not have the capacity to sweep his fear and anxiety under the rug. But we do. Mm. And as we do, we deny ourselves the call for comfort. the call for being held, the wish to feel safe, and yet it's there. It is equally there in Charlie as it is in me and in you. I remember saying to one of my children, Let it rip, tell me everything that hurts you. I have a place to put that. What a crock. This was a few years back, but not so long ago that I don't remember it and I don't, and it comes back to me now with particular acuity. What a crock. What horse manure. Mm-hmm. I have a place to put this. Yes, under my rug. I will press it down and push it in and cement it up so it doesn't hurt me. So I don't feel the pain. But Charlie doesn't have that capacity. He's not, no. he's not built that way. 
but I am and you are. Oh, that's so right. You're so right. He doesn't. Allison, we have a deep, deep need to feel comforted. I touched it so interesting. A holy coinkydink, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) It was only two days ago at night that I finally opened up to my deep, deep need for comfort. To be comforted for all the stuff that has moved through my life, for all the stuff that I have brought, for all the stuff that I have shoved away. For all the feelings I've directed at myself that were less than loving. For all the times I leaned out to be comforted. And for the first time in my life, I leaned into my heart, into the light in my heart with which I have been connecting regularly just by my attention and I allowed what resides there to comfort me and I found it in the arms of Mother Mary. I did the, um, I know that we're doing some work with Mother Mary, you and I, and, and Karen, hi, you're on the call, I see you now. Um, Karen, hey, uh, us. it's Rich on, Karen's and, not on, but I'm on, so. Well, hi, Rich. Hi. Hi to you. Um, it's just the three of us, and uh, so, welcome. Thank you. Uh, so, so, yeah, I was, so I know that we're doing some work with Mother Mary, and I did a uh, meditation with Mother Mary this morning, and I felt that that pang in my heart of that um, let me comfort you, and the layers as is like for you to say for the first time you allowed that is so monumental because you've been on this journey and you have done amazing work and still we are at this threshold of really the first time and and really opening up with with unconditional boundless like just taking the leap and uh no i i there is definitely a part of me that is not allowing myself to be comforted to receive it, to acknowledge your need, your desire for it, and to open to it, and then to receive it. There are steps involved here. And the reason, Alison, is because you feel that you will simply crack up and puddle in the big way that you think you can't control. You're right. You're absolutely, I mean, you're absolutely right. I don't know if I can do it. I think I will fall into the abyss. And it's for me to tell you today that the way out is through and that the arms and the love of Mother Mary will hold you every split second and you will be safe.
And that is what you're looking for, the relief for which you're seeking. Everything is divinely planned. I, I, I just um, what I went through yesterday and what how we're putting it in context. I don't know, Rich, if you were on when uh, my dog had surgery yesterday. Mm. And my dog is my heart. I mean, like, I love this dog and animals in general. And I fell apart. This dog was not allowing any thing to happen like no shot was going in him <laughs> and mm-hmm. um and he's a big dog he's got pit bull in him and he, i mean he could have ripped everybody's arm off yesterday and he's a he he's such a sweet dog he didn't growl he didn't bark he didn't fight he was so frightened and it just i was a wreck i was a wreck you yeah. know and I thought, where is this faith? Where is this steadfast knowing that it's all okay and to bring peace into this room and not be in the midst of the frenzy? And I and I wasn't able to do that. Allison, see this moment as a blessing opening for yourself. It opened you up, did it not, dear heart? Mm-hmm. Now accept the gift. Can you accept the gift of your open heart? Can you see the silver lining? Yes, I can accept the gift. But the trepidation of that opening up to that degree is daunting because of the emotion and the, it's like so raw that it's like, it does, it feels like, I don't know what will happen (laughs) once it all comes. I mean, when it's leaking out, that's one thing. But when it's all open, man. And when it's all open, I can tell you from my own experience, it is cleaner and it is faster and it is more cleansing than the drip, drip, drip. You are safe as long as you are anchored in the holy arms. I I believe that. I do believe that. And you know what? As this journey continues and as this perseverance continues, there is a tremendous realization to me about the seriousness of it all and the spiritual maturity that is needed and required to achieve this enlightenment, this this desire of my heart. Oh. Just, um, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go into what is needed, spiritual maturity and this and that and the other. There's only one thing, trusting love. Everything else gets taken care of by itself. It doesn't need any spiritual maturity. It doesn't need anything else. It doesn't. You need but Bojana, what no. about that what what about the flames and, and what it says in those books about you know, it says in the books specifically like it in like unless I'm reading them in a way that out of fear or whatever, but it's like 
there is a seriousness about it. There is some, you know, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, and you, you know, it's uh, it's it's daunting to me. It's daunting, especially when we recognize that we've been looking every other place, and now all of a sudden we're here, and we look at we look at all that, and we say, "Oh crap." <laughs> Where have I, how have I spent the previous years? And that's fine. In God Calling, which is a tiny little booklet which was scribed in the 1940s in England, Jesus says, don't look back to see what the step on the ladder on which you find yourself is made of. <clears throat> Enjoy the view. Mm. Celebrate this moment where we are all waking up together. Never mind what it took to get here. It's done. It's over. Don't take that and and pack it into a cement bag and haul it on your shoulder. It's done. Oh. We're here. Hallelujah. We're here. We're doing it. It's happening. It's working. We're awakening. We're, oh. we're flying. You know, Allison, what, what, if I can join in, what, what comes to my attention and what the guidance that I get right now really has to do with the task of focusing attention where it belongs. And when you have an event that's really frightening, uh, it is it is daunting to keep, for me at least, to keep my attention focused on the fact, and it is a truth, it is a fact, it is truth, that we're safe and we're one with God and that everything that comes up is an opportunity for healing, that's really where to put the attention. And um, it, it is challenging sometimes to put it there when there is such a strong piece of the illusion that invites us otherwise. Yes. And it's I know no other way to do it than what Jennifer tells us. It's just, you know... Just constantly saying to yourself, I'm safe, I'm one with God, I am as I was created, uh, and, and I choose not to get on the pain train. It's, it's, just with Ella, it's just the first thing that I think Jennifer ever talked about, don't get on the pain train, and it's really right. daunting, but is, I think the way to go is it is keeping your focus of attention on the truth and not the illusion. And you know, Rich, it's, it's, and yeah, that's so true. And it is about, you know, and, and this happened yesterday. And, and so I can, I can bring it back up and have emotion behind it. But today is, it's, you know, I've got, he's curled up right now sleeping. He's, you know, an angel. Like I love him. And I'm so mm -hmm. grateful that mm -hmm. we came through it you know we did come through the other side and miracles occurred with this dog yesterday this vet was i mean he <clears throat> was able to hit him in the vein without mm -hmm. even like having him calm i mean they you know it, it was just a it, this dog is just i don't know what happened to him before i adopted him but something that scared him very much but the thing of it is is when you are witnessing suffering of another Something that you love, someone you love, your dog, your child, your, I mean, your parent, whatever it may be, even if it's just, you know, something, I mean, and I work in mental, I see people lose it all the time, and I can be in that, not pain train, but the mm -hmm. attachment, which, mm -hmm. key word there, attachment that I have to this animal and to watch this something that I'm attached to, which I know, like, suffering is attachment. And it's just 
it would be like, you know, I mean, and I'm not comparing my dog to a kid, but I don't have kids, so I have to have a, you know, a frame of reference. So please don't take any disrespect by me. There's no degrees, though. Um, but, you know, it's like if your grandchild was hurt or, God forbid, something, you know, it's like when you're there in that midst, can you the the best of the best, how does one just remain steadfast and know and just be able to look at that and go, it's all good because yeah. I'm one with God. I just... Well, I, you know... That when you when you're able to do that, you're in an awakened state, and you're awake. You know, and we're not awake right now. So, <clears throat> so you know, we go back and forth, um, and uh, so I think it's very understandable, normal, whatever word you want to use for it, to feel fear and to feel sense of dread and to feel loss and to feel anxiety, and then I think. That's when at least Karen and I talk about. You got to make. It's important to make the U-turn, you know, and just say, okay, this yeah. is not about the dog. This is about me. You know, uh, this is not about my grandson. This is about me. And it is very daunting to use your word. I, you know, it's interesting you bring this up. My brother, my older brother, who lives in Rhode Island, lost his dog. I mean, his dog died yesterday. He's had that dog for sixteen oh. years. So oh. I was visiting with him, you know, and it's very hard for him, you know. Um, and our dog, which we've had for about seven or eight years, I can only begin to imagine because I think that our dog is Holy Spirit incarnate, you know. And uh, so I can really empathize with that feeling about dogs. But I think it's being able to say, I feel the feeling that I feel. It is the feeling is there. The feeling is not me. I am not the feeling, you know. But the feeling is there. Right. But I'm not the feeling, you know. I'm one with God, and so I can let the feeling wash over me, and hold on to the fact that, um, you know, that I'm one with God. That your dog is one with God. <laughs> Everybody is one with God, and so we're right. all one. And the course teaches us that death changes nothing. Although it certainly seems like it does, but it, but it, but it really doesn't in truth. In, in truth, in little... it doesn't. Pardon. In, in truth, truth it, it doesn't. You're right. I I I I know that to be true. And mm-hmm. I think that today is, you know, like making the U-turn and like Bojana said, my heart is open. And today, this moment, it's not about reflecting on what happened yesterday. It's about learning and uh, not, you know, returning to that place and, and uh it's about moving forward and, and learning this, you know, everything's presented to for my learning. Right, right. Everything's designed by yeah. one who only cares of our, for our well-being and loves us, you know. Yeah. So, and, that, and that, as I say, is, is hard to, in the, in the moment of the, of the illusion pain, it's hard to hang on to it. But that's what becoming more and more awake is about. That's what the practice is about. So that you know, someday we'll be able to do that, and that day we'll be awake. Yes. In the meantime, we just go back and forth. You know, it's like one foot in one camp, one foot in the other, back and forth. Hopefully, more more of our time spent in the real world than in the world of illusion. Yes. There is an aspect in this which I think uh, merits some illumination. It may be for our good, but that doesn't assure that it feels good in the moment. Right. It may not feel good in the moment, but ultimately we will recognize. And the fact that your heart is so wide open and that you would perhaps now have a moment to entertain the question, how do I treat my own pain? What do I do when I hurt, when I feel this fear? Where do I take it? How do I respond or react 
do I react by sweeping it away or do I respond by partnering in, partnering up and saying, this effing hurts. What you said earlier about pushing it under the rug, like when you told your child, I have a place for it. And I think I identify with that, Bojana, in the fact that I sweep a lot of it, just, I just hold it in. I just, I don't uh, release it. I don't partner up. I just suck it in. And I don't know where it goes, you know, in the physical body in, you know, it cre- it manifests into other things. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what I do with a lot of my pain is I just sweep it in. It is crucial to remember feelings buried alive don't die. Oof, that's a good one. It also happens to be the title of a book. And the feelings name, buried alive don't die. Yes. Ooh, See, that down. It's a woman and she has um the, well you can look it up. I have the book somewhere. But I well, also okay. but I also have this author produces a little a little like a little Rolodex of feelings and an invocation when feelings come up. But before we get sidetracked there, let's allow ourselves to feel that. Feelings buried alive don't die. Over time, they coalesce, they cause pain, they cause havoc in all our bodies. In the physical, in the memory, in the mental, and certainly in the emotional. And you are in the most wonderful place of opening. Reach for the hand that will comfort you. It is in the pink light, the light of comfort. It is in the arms of Mother Mary. You saw the image which was given by Wendy. It's one of the most beautiful images. I put it into my phone notes. I've been looking at it time and time again. And it changes my relationship to myself just by looking at it. I have never felt so kind, so respectful, so valuing, so blessing of myself after I started looking at this image, which I will post that image on our page. You don't have to say a word, just look at it. It is when we have been packing it in for such a long time, and God knows at almost 68, I've been packing it in for a really long time. Right. Opened. In one fell swoop, as you were opened yesterday, is a huge gift. Take advantage. Accept it as a gift. Ask, what can I do with this? How can I benefit from this right here and right now?
And I would like to pray for you if that's all right. Yes, please. Is that okay, Rich? Yes. As I take a deep breath of compassion and love for all of us, and especially for Allison right now, I hold hands with Rich and all our beloved members. I hold hands with Mother Mary, Master Paul the Venetian, Archangel Shamuel and Charity, Beloved Jesus, and we surround Allison with the holy light of love. Courage and strength and comfort that it may saturate every part of her being. Healing, suffusing, loving every part of her physical body, every part of her memory body, every part of her mental body, every part of her emotional body, in all those dark and concentrated places where her fears have coagulated and coalesced into darkness and pain. May these places be filled with the light of compassion and forgiveness, dissolving, resolving, transmuting, flowing out, out through the grounding cord into the earth, safely, securely, slowly, but surely. All that accumulated fear absorbed, accepted, now has an opening. Now is in the light of love. Now flows out gently. And Allison is held, surrounded, And she feels herself relaxing into the holy arms, into the eternal light, warming her, suffusing her, radiating into her every nook and cranny of her being. And lightness begins to dawn. Lightness begins to arrive. There is a breaking up. There is a loosening. There is a relaxing and allowing happening in this very moment. There is a letting go. Her heart's desire to be free now manifesting itself in her field. And this field is pure and loving and compassionate, cleansing, purifying, so safe, so beautiful, so sweet. And the light that is Allison awakes and arises, expands, alights, illumines, and blesses all that was and all that is, knowing that it was all for her good. And now, 
is allowed to leave. Being released with blessing light, with open heart, clear mind, safe passage down into the earth, safe passage into the hands of the angels ministering to her in this very moment. Surrounding her and her precious Charlie. Loving her. Filling her with the light. The pink light of love. The emerald light of healing. The violet flame of forgiveness and transmutation. Mingling with the blue light of her will. Knowing that in this moment, right here and right now, all is well, perfectly well. For love is in charge. Love is all there is, all she wants, all she wants, all she accepts. And in this radiant presence of all the ministering hosts, healing has occurred. We commanded to stay we decree that it is so. We know with all the depths and light of our heart that it is done. And we are gratefully affirm so it is. Precious, precious Allison and Charlie, you are loved. You are lovable and you are loving now and forevermore. Amen. 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 So much love for you, Allison. Right. I feel that. I feel that. I, that was beautiful, and I feel it, and uh, accept it. And it's just amazing um, how... I just, it's its a shift that's so beautifully swift, and I feel lighter, and it's, you know, the, the burdens are lifted so quickly when you're, when asked. I mean, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it is. And I think that when two or more are gathered, the power in that is so immense. It is. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's wagging his tail. There you go. <laughs> what yeah. better? What better witness could you have? Yeah. He knows. Listen, you uh, like what, Rich? What you said about? I think my dog is is of the Holy Spirit. It's a he, he's an angel. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, I know He's responding good. well to that prayer. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. 
Thank you very much. Okay. Love you. Okay. Love and light. Well, are we done? Is this is that it? Did an hour go by that quick? I think so. Wow. Yeah. It is. My goodness. It seems like five <laughs> minutes. There's no well, time when you're in the you. <laughs> Rich, thank you. Bojana, thank you. And tell Karen hello and everyone that listens to this call, I hope, is blessed and filled with love as we are. I might I might say so before I put it up on Facebook. Karen and I are on our way to Peru on next Saturday, so <gasps> we'll we'll be oh two weeks gosh. two oh. weeks hiking, going up to Machu Picchu okay. and being in the wilderness. So we'll be out of we're pretty much out of contact. So well, you know I've been there. You know I went on that Peru and I went to Machu Picchu and did. did the climb of Machu Picchu. Uh-huh. And I'm so you. I cannot wait to talk with you when you get back. It was Ooh. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're looking forward to it. Well, God bless you on your journey. I will be thinking of you, and I can't wait to share stories when you get back. Please, okay, please we'll take a moment when you get to Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. and if you have the time, Rich. You and Karen climb Wachu Pichu. It's in our it's and, in our plan. We're going. And but go specifically. I what I want to share with you is the moon cave. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so let me know what you think of that. Okay, we'll do it. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I love you guys. Be safe, Bojena. I will talk to you soon. God bless you. Bye bye. Blessings. Travel bye. with Archangel Raphael Ridge. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Much love. Bye, Bojan. I love you. Bye. Love you.